You're listening to the Mini Stories of You, Episode 3 of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short-form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming-of-age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday, and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So, I hope you'll join in. So we made it to episode three. Yay. I feel like we're official now. I don't know. There's something about a third episode that feels legitimate and official. Maybe that's just me. So, Last episode, we talked about the Flint water crisis and the story behind this tragic man-made disaster. If you haven't had the chance to check it out, I do recommend it. It's an important story that I believe everyone should know and understand. So do give it a listen if you find yourself with some extra time this week. For today's episode, I wanted to switch gears again and talk about us, you and me, particularly the stories that we tell ourselves. We as humans are storytellers by nature. We are constantly crafting narratives about ourselves and the world around us. One of the major lessons I learned during my studies in rhetoric and oratory in college is that if you want to convince someone of something, tell them a story, construct a narrative. Regardless of what you're trying to say, if you can find a way to place it in a narrative arc, if you can find a way to tell your audience a story that drives at the heart of the human experience and tells a story of pain or loss or happiness or guilt or dreams deferred or dreams realized, you can reach them. Stories are everywhere. They are all around us and we're constantly consuming them. Whether it's movies, television shows, books, online videos, news publications, or podcasts, Some entity, someone, something is always telling us a narrative about love, life, identity, the human experience. But we're not simply passive audiences to these narratives that populate our everyday lives. We're constantly engaging in the act of storytelling ourselves. If you think about the nature of our daily social interactions with other humans, we're always telling stories and asking others to do the same. How was your day? What did you think of that movie? How long have you been living here? Why do you like that artist so much? In our everyday conversations, we're always being asked to tell stories about ourselves and our relationship to the world, both to others and ourselves. And that's what I want to talk about today. When I look back at my life thus far, I think about the stories I've told about myself throughout the years. When I was really young, I thought I was going to be an artist. That's the narrative I crafted. Then I grew up a little more and decided that I wanted to be a doctor. And that narrative, let me tell you, stuck for a long time. I had it all fleshed out. I was going to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. I was going to go to University of Michigan for undergrad and Johns Hopkins for medical school. And I was going to live in New York City and be a surgeon there. I was so sure of it. But I grew up, took AP Biology, and started learning more about myself and the world. And I slowly came to realize around 10th grade that this story that I had told about myself for so long was no longer true. I didn't want to be a doctor anymore. It took me a while to really be honest with myself and admit that this wasn't the case anymore because I had wanted to be a doctor for so long and I had told so many people about it. 
And because I had done this for so long, embracing this new truth was a little scary. I eventually did it, and I started telling myself and others a new, more truthful story about myself that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And that's more or less where I am now. I know that I want to be an author, an orator in some capacity, but besides that, I really don't know. But I made peace with that, and this is my truth. It's my story. Another evolving narrative in my life is the narrative of my relationship to relationships. And that's a story, let me tell you. When I was in high school, I wasn't really concerned with them. I had told myself that I didn't have time, I wasn't ready, and I wasn't interested in pursuing one. And that was more or less my absolute truth. When I got to college, things got a bit more complicated. For the first two years of college, I was all set. I was fine. I kept saying that I wasn't ready and I wasn't interested, and I even added that there was no particular person I was interested in, which was the truth. But throughout the second half of my college experience, things started to change, particularly senior year. Something started to shift, and I started getting a little bit more anxious about my single status. And through much reflection and many long, often late-night conversations with friends, I began to reckon with the fact that the story I had been telling myself for so long, that I wasn't ready or interested in a relationship, was no longer the truth. The true story wasn't that I wasn't ready for a relationship or wasn't interested in having one. I was just afraid. Afraid of putting myself out there. Afraid of rejection. Afraid of doing something wrong and hurting somebody. Afraid of entering a relationship with someone who didn't check every box on my list. Coming to terms with this fear over the span of my junior and senior years in college was a liberating experience, though. Even though there wasn't anyone in particular I was interested in, that wouldn't be the case until the end of my senior year. Telling myself the truth gave me the space to work on myself and to acknowledge my fear and do my best to conquer it. And when I did eventually realize that there was someone I was interested in, in some capacity at the end of my senior year, I had the courage to have a conversation with her about it. That was something I never would have done had I held on to the false narrative that I wasn't ready or wasn't interested in a relationship. It wasn't until I embraced my true story that I was able to do the work on myself, and I'm so glad that I did. I wanted to share all of this with you because I wanted to illustrate the following point. We are constantly telling ourselves and others stories about who we are, what we want, and where we are in our life. Sometimes these stories are true, They are accurate and honest, and sometimes they aren't. Sometimes we lie to ourselves. Sometimes we are unwilling to acknowledge that the stories we tell ourselves have changed, that we aren't the same person, that we don't want the same things, and we don't have the same dreams that we used to. But we keep telling ourselves what we've always told ourselves in hopes that maybe if we say it enough times, it will become true again. As convenient and easy as this may be to do, it's not healthy. It's not a good way to live. Even though it may be hard to do, the best thing we can do is embrace the truth and tell honest and accurate stories about ourselves and our lives. And at the end of the day, the one who stands to lose the most when we tell ourselves false stories is us. We harm our progression when we stifle our own growth. Now, on the flip side, when we do commit to telling true stories about ourselves, when we work to always live in the truth of our experiences and our desires, We stand to gain a whole lot. Because when you're sure of who you are and where you are in your life, it's much harder to lose yourself. When you tell yourself false stories, it's so easy to lose sight of who you actually are and what you really want. But when you tell yourself true stories about yourself and you stay in touch with who you are, things get a lot easier. Also, when you know who you are, you can better insulate yourself from those people who try to make you doubt yourself 
or try to determine who you are for you. I think this fact is best illustrated by the story of a young Black woman from New Jersey. She was a teen model, as well as an inspiring singer and actress, and in the early 80s, she decided to audition for the role of Sandra Huxtable in the soon-to-be Cosby show. Fortunately for her, she got the role, but when it came time to sign the contract, she said she couldn't. She told the show director, and I quote, I want to be a singer. I can't be in every show. I have to be on every tour. The director asked her if she had a recording contract or had toured before, and she replied no to both questions. Then the director suggested that being on the show might help her with her singing career, but the girl was convinced she was going to be a singer in the very near future. The director then said to the girl, well, who told you you can sing? The girl then replied, my mother, my aunt. The girl ended up turning down the role, which would have made her a part of an iconic television show that has had a far-reaching impact on American culture to this day. But she knew what she wanted. Now, you might be thinking that this girl was crazy, but what if I told you that that girl was Whitney Houston? Yes, Whitney Houston turned down the role of Sandra Huxtable because she was so sure of who she was. She was a singer, and even though the director tried to convince her otherwise, she knew the true story. She knew her truth, and she ended up selling over 170 million albums and becoming the most awarded female act of all time as a result of that. What are the stories that you tell yourself and others about who you are, where you are in this moment in your life, where you want to go, and who you truly want to be? Are these stories accurate? Are they honest? Are they real reflections of your truth? I think these are questions we should always ask ourselves. In a world that is filled with so much fakeness and dishonesty, we should strive to tell stories that are real and true and honest for they are ultimately liberative and life-giving. I know that embracing the truth can be hard, but in this post-truth world, it is the most precious and priceless commodity we have and can possess. So if you are ever deciding between telling a false story about yourself and telling a true story about yourself, choose the truth. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.